Alright guys, welcome back. So, I just recorded a whole 20 minutes that I am not going to use. So, you know, I went off topic. Um, But today I want to talk about, um, kind of, I want to talk about you guys, the listeners, you know. Um, Something I've noticed, and I haven't haven't been on here in a while, guys. Um, I'm still trying to analyze a lot. Um, that's not the only reason why I haven't been on here. It's just one of the reasons, um, partially I'm drained and overwhelmed and also went on a little vacation and also partially I just, you know, just sometimes I take breaks from stuff. Um, I was taking like some mental health breaks in the last, maybe, I mean, it feels like it's longer, but it seems like it, I haven't posted anything since like March, which is about a month ago. So I have posted, even though I feel like I've, like, the days kind of blend together for me, so it feels like it's been longer than it has been, um, but I have been recording, so some things I've noticed, um, that I wanted to talk about that pretty much excited me, like, to no end, like, I, I thought it was really cool that the majority of my listeners are, um, it's like over, over, 50% American and then a high 30 percentages of people from Thailand um so that's really cool um I was really excited to see that um also a little sprinkle from like Germany and the UK and like Brazil and you know I see you guys out there um but yeah the 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 overwhelming majority is from the US and and Thailand and cool you know I'm cool with that you know I I mean I I would love everybody to be tuning in honestly like I don't I'm not like saying like that I that I have like preferences I'm just saying um I think it's really cool um so to all you people out there from Thailand hello um I don't want you guys to feel shortchanged or like I'm not addressing you um but I haven't really addressed this at all I haven't really addressed anything um most most of the things I address do tend to be western culture um American western culture and not only that my my experiences living in southern California it's not necessarily like everywhere else in the world the weather is good here you know I wear shorts mostly all year long. I'm not wearing shorts today. I'm actually cold and it's April. I'm actually cold because it's gloomy out and I don't know what's up, but it's gloomy out and that's weird. (laughs) Um, That's not normal for this time of year. Um, Usually we're in spring and sunny days and then it, we do get gloomy though. It does get gloomy actually April, May, maybe early June and then it just gets really hot like July. Um august september october um (laughs) so um somewhere in october is where the where the weather usually changes for us but um it doesn't change so significantly honestly it's like decent weather like i could go to the beach today still even though it would be chilly you know and it's been overcast all day long but i could do it and it wouldn't be that terrible of an experience um but yeah, one thing I noticed, guys, um, that 
I just want to mention, so if there are people out there who haven't done this before, um, check out YouTube, type in Tomboy, see if you get the same thing that comes up that I've noticed. Um, and I've been doing this for like maybe a couple years now. Um, and one thing I, I noticed, which is cool that I've never mentioned is that I noticed that there are a lot of Thai videos that come up and, um, it's like kind of like, uh, like kind of entertainment type videos, not so much, I haven't seen so much, um, like documentaries or so much of like, um, like vlogs or, you know, YouTubers, YouTube creators on there, but I've seen more of like small, like short films, indie films, um, episodes of shows, movies, you know, short movies, things like that, and, you know, I, I, I think it's cool, you know, <laughs> I always thought it was cool, but also I haven't really delved, like, so much into it, um, as you guys know, I mean, those of you who listen on here, you know, I'm, you know, I work full-time, and the job I have is quite demanding, so usually when I go missing, or when I'm not posting, it's because I'm just exhausted, um, I deal with people's health, physical health, mental health. There's a lot of need out there right now, especially during the pandemic. And now with the vaccines out where we live, it's really kind of overwhelming the, uh, healthcare system. And so we're getting a lot of people in need right now. The appointments are needing to be adjusted and doctors, some of the doctor's offices are just like canceling appointments left and right. And these are like people with diabetes, people with arthritis, people who need pain management, physical therapy and pain medications and psychiatrists and psychiatric medications. And like, this is all being impacted and it's coming back on us, you know, the, the workers, you know, who, who do case management and other sorts of work like that. Um, we're getting really just bombarded lately. So I'm noticing too, I'm hardly having energy to to do fun stuff like record and the recordings I have made I mean I'll post them you guys will hear it's a different tone I'm kind of you know just like dealing with a lot of uh you know I think I posted some stuff about I've recorded some things about vulnerability and shame and anxiety and all sorts of topics and usually when I get into those topics it's because I'm kind of seeing you know a trend like out in like social media that it's coming up a little bit or it's just me experiencing it and I just have it on my mind it's on my heart I want to talk about it um we're better of a place to talk about it than on my own podcast so I mean like I don't know if it's even appealing or entertaining or helpful to people I hope that you guys don't think I'm like constantly just like depressed and anxious I have a really cool support system out here. Um, I do meet quite a few trans people, a few non-binary people from time to time. Um, I have friends who identify as such, who present as such. Some people are, um, I don't like saying in the closet, but some people aren't um, openly out about it. And I get it, you know, there's still... You know, it's it's a personal thing. It doesn't matter even if there's still prejudice or even if there's still, you know, a comfort level that people have or don't have. It's up to you if you want to share that. And it's up to you if you want to keep that to yourself. It's a very personal thing. Um, who am I to say when it's best for somebody to talk about that kind of part of the, their own self? Um, 
I always, you know, feel honored when somebody decides they want to tell me and almost especially when when I barely know them. Um, but something that I mean, this isn't really the topic I was going to talk about, but something that just kind of I don't know, kind of it kind of I don't want to say it hurts my heart, but it kind of it kind of um I just I just feel, you know, deeply about when somebody tells me, you know, oh, I'm trans or, you know, um, and I usually hear two things that people usually say in combination with that is, you know, asking like, is that okay? I hope it's okay. You know, or there's another kind of response that's more like, um, I'm telling you this because I'm comfortable with you. Um, and that they don't, you know, they're not out about it to everybody. And that's kind of them saying, like, I want you to know this, but, you know, I don't want you to share this with people, you know. And I get that. And I'm, you know, I get both both um, perspectives being expressed by people. But I always just find it, you know, it's just, it's interesting to me, you know, because um, there are those of us that don't really have to say that to people or feel that we have to ask you are you okay with who I am? Are you okay with how I identify? Can we even hang out and start being friends? You know, it's kind of like, I don't know. It just, it kind of hurts me to to think that there are people that get rejected because of who they are and because of how, when they express to somebody how they identify or how they authentically feel, they have experiences of being, you know, shunned or shut away or cut off and you know that is terrible it's really terrible um but one thing I have noticed um like I was saying when I search for the word tomboy I see a lot of um Thai videos that come up and I I I'm just going to guess that that's a term that's used in that culture um that's a that's a term that's used in that culture but I'm wondering also if it's the same as like a non-binary person or a trans person um or like I'm I'm wondering if it means exactly the same thing like the same way we use it in the US um cuz I feel like it seems a little different it feels more like it's a different type of expression like I feel like here when you use the word tomboy it's kind of like fleeting it's like you can be considered a tomboy but it's not like a permanent thing like I mentioned, it's usually, you know, I've usually seen it from, like, young kids' ages, you know, preteen ages, teenage ages. Um, and when people start getting to college age, I don't think I usually see people being called tomboys too much. Um, when people are, like, you know, starting their careers and things like that, I, I think people would say something like, oh, that's like a masculine presenting female or androgynous person. But um, I feel like tomboy is kind of like a younger 
term. I, I could be wrong. Maybe it's just where I live. Um, like, like I was trying to say in the one that I recorded previously, you know, the last time someone called me a tomboy was maybe like seven or so years ago. And that person was also not very, um, not very, um, familiar with people with different types of gender expressions, um, and, you know, did have beliefs that, you know, homosexuality in general, which isn't necessarily the same thing as your gender expression, that's more like your sexuality, but, um, I know this person believed that, you know, according to their religion, it was sinful, wrong, you shouldn't be gay kind of thing, um, I don't believe that, I think, you're naturally who you are, who am I to say otherwise, like, what do I know? I don't know everybody's authentic self. I only know what people tell me or what I can assume by how they express themselves. I don't know. I don't know between you and your creator or you and your, you know, however you got to this planet. Um, I don't know how that came to be and what was originally intended. Um, I do believe that we limit ourselves often in the words we use and the ways we choose choose to identify ourselves and the ways we actually authentically feel like we are sometimes those aren't always the same thing sometimes we um and I'm not like shaming people I mean if it's not the same it's not the same you know if you if you express yourself one way and authentically feel a completely opposite way that's fine. You know, it is fine. I just, I feel for people because I know a lot of times there's a lot of pain there. Um, and so that's why I feel, I feel a certain way about it. Not necessarily because I'm judging it or saying like, you need to like come out and like be who you are, screw everybody else. You know, like there's danger there sometimes there's discomfort there. You have every right to choose what you want to do the way you want to do it. Um, there are some ways that, I mean, could be recommended usually western culture views do usually say okay get yourself to a place where you can be independently yourself and come out and you know create your own support families create your own friendships create a healthy environment for yourself and don't try to you know stay in the unhealthy environments Um, but that isn't everybody's view and that's not everybody's, you know, course of action and that's fine too, you know? Um, but just cause, cause here people really do say that kind of thing a lot and I do find it encouraging if somebody wants to do that, but I don't feel like people should have to feel less than or like, oh, if they're not out, then they're like, or if they're, they don't identify as a certain way or if they've never said those words, or if they never dressed a certain way, or if they've never done any type of androgynous type of thing, or anything that was kind of from the gender they were um, oppositely assigned at birth, like in your records, or born with what genitalia, you know, I don't think I have a place to really tell anybody what to do, um, But I'm here to, you know, talk about things that I'm noticing, you know, it's just um, I'm noticing people really gravitate towards when I'm talking about gender and anxiety and dysphoria 
So I'm, I'm guessing there really is a need for that kind of content and that there are people who are searching for those, um, that content. Um, so I'm definitely going to post more about those topics. Um, and again, I don't want things to be so heavy so that I'm always sounding like anxious and depressed and like fearful and, you know, like, I mean, I recorded some things about shame and some things about vulnerability and some things about anxiety. The majority of that stuff I haven't really posted yet. And you'll probably hear in my tone and through the content that, you know, sometimes I'm going through things and it's on my mind. It's on my heart and I will post about it, you know, but, you know, I try not to like bring people down. I hope that it doesn't come across as like, oh, this negative energy and let me like, talk about this only in a way that's gonna like tell you like what everybody else you know around says about like all this negative stuff I mean I feel like we do that enough to ourselves and we hear that enough around us that I don't really want to be that voice that's being negative but then also I don't want to avoid the negative emotional kind of experiences that people have because that's not real realistic either to just be like oh um let me not talk about that because, you know, it's not happy sounding. Um, but I do believe in vibrations. I do definitely believe in, you know, positive energy, like a, a kind spirit, kind of like upbeat. You know, it, it does rub off on other people another way, too, in a way that, you know, it, it does help with healing, too. But also, you know, a balance of, you know, talking about the negative and, I'm not really the kind of person who's always like, oh, let's see the bright side of every story. Let's see. Let's look for the positive, you know, answer. You know, I, you know, I do believe that's that's helpful, too. But I I'm not one to really want to ignore things. So if I don't feel well, I don't want to. You know, I'd rather process it and not feel well and get to a place where when I feel well rather than I don't feel well let me ignore it always like sometimes I'll ignore it and then I'm trying my best to not really ignore it so I can work on things and so it actually when it goes away it goes away it's not like something that's like I'll avoid it until it just pushes down and then it'll come up again you know I'm trying to like work on things and with that whole process um I get very drained I get very um, overwhelmed in addition to the work that I do um, that I get paid for. That's my full-time job. So um, I really do feel that, you know, I, um, I really do feel that, you know, I want to post things that people want to hear, that people are actually listening to already, that people are actually searching um, so I'm doing my research on that end. <clears throat> I have about, so I actually took like a count. I have about, including this, I'm going to have 15 pieces of material. So, um, that I need to post and I'm considering doing every, uh, two every week. Um, so that'll take me into June. Um, I think the last yeah, so that'll be May 30th. Um, I'm not saying this is going to come out on May 30th. I don't really know when I'm going to post this. But um, I have that much content that I don't post. And I just went back and I saw, okay, I've, I've posted at least 
consistently since November 2020. I've posted at least one thing a month, usually about two things a month. Um on average, maybe two, three on average. Um, and then between like June and November of 2020, I didn't really post anything. Um, it doesn't mean I didn't record. I just didn't post anything. And I think it's cause that's when, you know, I started a new job May of 2020 and then I, um, started, um, yeah, started the new job May of 2020 and then I started actually taking on clients like around the 12th or so. Um, so I think that's when, you know, like near June 20 something, I was pretty pumped up because Pride, you know, Pride was that month. But um, 2020 was a rough Pride. 2020 was a rough year. Um, I think the initial, maybe the initial gender post I made, I, mean, I can't, I, let me, I'll have to go back and look at this. But I think the initial gender post I made, which was like the fo- the first podcast I posted, just called Gender, I think that came from my YouTube channel that was Tomboy Official, and I just had this idea to post it, and I think I posted during June of 2019. That's what it feels like. I feel like I was... I feel like I was in 2019... And then maybe a whole nother year and then June 2020. I don't know. But I feel like it wasn't just June 2020. I feel like it was before that because I feel like it was a year. The last year we actually celebrated Pride in groups and as parades and, you know, around in the city was 2020. And I feel like I did post something near then or maybe I created something and never posted it. I I don't know because I feel like during June of 2020... I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't have had more time. I mean, I was still adjusting, definitely. Um, more things were way more shut down. And Pride Month is like, I look forward to that all year for June. And so, and also like May and July, you know, I have other festivals that are near then. And it's not just about the festivals. It's just about, you know, being able to be around with my friends. And it's always a new experience. It's always a good time to reflect and see like, oh, like, how far have we come? You know, I remember the first Pride I went to um, when I still wasn't like super sure about like myself and how I identified. Um, and I just was like still pushing things down and I was never really like open about things. And I remember the first Pride I went to was with my friend and her mom and we uh, and think I think her mom's friend. And then we happened to meet another friend that me and my friend had known from like elementary school but we kind of kept on in touch online a little bit and I think they went to the same high school together um so this was like after maybe it was late in college I think no I think it was after college but we went and we just went in the daytime and um because my friend's mom, you know, we all decided we'll leave later. So I remember I drove out and met, I think I drove out and met them. And then, you know, we were all there together and we just kind of left at the same, nah, cause I feel like, I feel like we got rides. I feel like they gave me a ride home. I don't remember. Honestly, maybe I met at her house and we left from her house. I can't remember now. Um, cause I feel like I met them in line, but then also, 
maybe that didn't really happen. But anyways, we got there early. There were no real lines. There was a little line, but it was I think we got there when they were opening. Um, and there were like some booths around and stuff like that. But, you know, I was in there for the party and it was fun and we had a good time. Um, and yeah, um, I remember I made a comment about somebody, uh, one of the performers or presenters and I was like, look at him. He's, he looks really tall. And then I think the mom thought that I was making some derogatory statement or something and tried to, like, cover it up saying something about that person. And, I mean, there was a guy who was, I think he was bald, wearing heels, makeup, and I could see from, like, a distance. But it, it was a really tall person. And, you know, that's basically what I was just like, whoa, they're really tall, you know? Um... I don't, I don't think I really cared that they were wearing heels. It didn't really, like, bother me. Um, and, I mean, I kind of... I don't mind guys wearing heels. I think it's kind of cool. Um, and guys wearing makeup and stuff, too. That's pretty cool to me. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I've... You know, I've dated, I've dated trans people. I've talked about it openly. Um... I'm kind of interested in someone right now who's trans, um, but I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, and I, it's not because they're trans I don't want to talk about it. It's just because I don't want to talk about it. But um, let's see. Yeah. So, sorry. That was a lot of me just like thinking. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I've been, oh my gosh, I feel like that was like 10 minutes of like dead space. I apologize. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. Um, but what I was trying to actually talk about, I can't possibly make this round two of recording this thing. I need to just get it out. Let me just focus. Um, one of my friends in grad school, I probably talked about this before. Um, we had a sexuality class and my friend did a presentation on the topic of Kathui. And that was the first time I heard about um, that term. Um, a lot of times in Western culture, we say like lady boy, things like that. But I don't think it's the same thing. Like I don't know. I don't, okay, so I can tell you what I notice and then what I think is actually kind of more accurate. So what I notice is I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not bashing this kind of, um, interest or anything um but i feel like the term ladyboy is often used in western culture by um a lot of times caucasian males um who have maybe like a fetish for ladyboys in thailand when they go to thailand um to visit there's like a, a market for 
you know, people who were assigned male at birth, born with, you know, male genitalia that have in some form transitioned either only externally or in other ways um, to female or very female presenting. Um, So that's something I've kind of heard about. Um, Sorry, there's like a cop kind of cruising over here. I get really paranoid about cops for obvious reasons. Um, So yeah. I know the touristy side of things of people who are looking for sex workers. And then there's also, you know, there's a term, I don't know how to pronounce it and I'll learn, but it says fooing, fooing, that that's kind of something that people refer to themselves as more often. If it's a person who is a um, transgender woman. And so, um, and then Kathui, I don't know if that's always used in Thailand, um, but it says, you know, who identities in English may be best described as transgender women in some cases, or effeminate gay men in other cases, those things aren't necessarily the same thing. I mean, a trans woman can be a straight woman, a heterosexual woman, but they're not cisgender. And an effeminate gay man, if someone's effeminate, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're trans. But if someone's effeminate and gay, that kind of applies more uh, female presenting in some ways, at least. Maybe, you know, mannerisms, like the way they talk and move and things. Um, That would be considered effeminate. And then gay, meaning that they like men also. So it seems to be a term that's a little confusing in a way because it seems like when it's referring to females or um someone who is assigned I mean I don't want to say I mean it doesn't I I just say females like if it's a non-cis female um that's presenting as feminine or an effeminate gay man so it's kind of like feminine um a feminine term and it says transgender women in Thailand mostly use uh, terms other than Kathui, such as fooing. Um, and then it says that from the Thai culture, this term Kathui can also uh, mean or be related to trans trans women, intersex people, and effeminate gay men. So there's a lot of there's a lot of range of this word. Um, there's a wide range of this word, but I think that primarily the um, lady boys 
are usually um, trans women or males that are presenting themselves in a very feminine looking nature, even if they might not identify as trans, but I do believe it's usually trans women. Um, And I live in the U.S., Southern California, so we do have a lot of diverse um, options of things to, you know, see and go do. Um, I would say I honestly don't know much about you know, culture as far as like Kathui's and, you know, Fuing, you know, around in the neighborhood um, where I live. And it's possible maybe that people aren't outwardly that way, or maybe they are, and it's not very noticeable that they're, um, that they've transitioned or that they, you know, are dressing in a different way. Um, that's possible too. Um, I have seen people, I don't know if they identified specifically as Kathui or Fuling, I don't know, but I went to a Thai festival up in Hollywood a few years back, um, and I do remember that there were a lot of, um, monks there too, and I remember they were taking pictures with the people, Um, I don't know what those people labeled themselves or how they identified. Um, I just know people were taking pictures and these were people that were born men, born with, born with male genitalia. And then, you know, they transitioned. I don't know if it was only in my mind, I think I thought it was only for that event. Um, I didn't really stop to think about, you know, is this someone's authentic identity? Um, and they're presenting this way, um, cause this is how they identify. And this is the kind of clothing that they like to wear, that they love to wear, or it's their traditional clothing and they want to look this way or maybe they look this way all the time um and then the monks were taking pictures and things um which was something that I wasn't sure if it was like a not staged I don't think that's the right word to use because this was like a a whole section of like Hollywood Boulevard blocked off for like I don't know how many I don't if it was like blocks or miles it seemed pretty long it was like a Thai it was a Thai festival it was a cultural festival they had different foods different dancing a lot of events on stages and things or you can just walk around and see the little like booths with the shops and like the different things you could buy there were like vendors and things like this um and there are a lot of there's a huge Thai population there there's a huge Thai population where I live um I'd say more there are way more Vietnamese people than there are Thai people here but um I do see um Thai temples around with monks around on occasion um and they they tend to build um 
or create, you know, the, I don't know if it's even considered a temple or a monastery or what it's considered, honestly. Um, but I just assumed it was a temple because the people who lived there looked like monks. And I've only seen them built in like residential neighborhoods with houses surrounding where in some cases I've noticed there are other people with like the orange robes. So I'm assuming they kind of live there. Um, it's like a site where people live and where they worship or where they serve the community. And um, I think it's really cool. Um, the places where I've been like that, um, I've never been like indoors, but I've been there for professional reasons, mostly to find my clients. Um, and there are people just kind of out, you know, out and about like it's in the daytime. It's like middle of the day because I'm like looking to talk to my clients or meet them and um I haven't encountered too many people who speak English um and I think they serve homeless homeless or you know people I don't know if it's a place where people mostly volunteer or where people who need something from the community come over but I've noticed it's usually in a neighborhood that's like very highly concentrated with Thai people. And um, I mean, I'm not saying anything against it. I'm just saying like I've never I that's those are the places where I've usually seen the monks at. And other other than this festival, you know, I've seen monks around, but it's like I've never seen them necessarily in the robes, like in stores and things. But I've seen them in those environments where it looks like it's a temple or where it looks like, you know, or if there's like a festival going on, it's like a cultural festival. I've seen them there. Um, but the other types of people either called Fuing or Kathui, I don't know if I've seen them around. Um, the people I saw around at the festival were wearing traditional clothing. Um, some of them had, let me look at the pictures because I remember I took some pictures too. But I just found it interesting that so many people were taking pictures and I think, I think, um, how do I get back to Facebook? I think the, the way that I, um, the, the, the reason why I'm quite confused is maybe because, um, I don't have anything to compare that experience to um so for me like say something that would be like a festival a type of cultural festival that I would attend would be like a pride festival and I don't think I've necessarily seen people just walking around taking pictures with trans people um at the festivals now I have seen people taking pictures of maybe like go-go dancers or you know, like maybe there's like some kind of BDSM, you know, exhibition or different kind of people like, with like fetish culture or different kinds of things with like um, maybe different flags or like there, there seem to be places where you would be able to comfortably take pictures of someone. And it seems like that's the appropriate thing. Like they want you to take their picture. Um, I've taken pictures at Pride with um, some YouTubers that were there and I saw them taking pictures with others. So I just, you know, tried to get my picture and got one. It was really cool. Uh, I got a picture with Eugene from BuzzFeed at um, one of the Pride festivals, maybe like, I don't know if that was 2018, 2019, somewhere around there. 
Um, but I feel like, you know, it wasn't like everyday people that you're just, you know, walking around taking pictures like, oh, like, look at this person. Like, they seem like they're trans or look at this person. They seem like they're a gay guy, you know, like, I don't know. Some people, I think maybe they'll take pictures when someone has like an outfit that's like interesting. Um, but for the example, at the Thai festival, when there were the people dressed, um, I guess if we want to call them Kathuis, I don't know if that's even considered a, a derogatory term or, you know, if I just should say maybe trans women um, that were there. Um, I, re- I remember they were wearing traditional garb, like traditional type of clothing. And I'm trying to find the picture to see like if they had like some kind of crown looking, some kind of a crown on there or... I'm trying to see here. Um, sorry. I got distracted by my friend who posted Happy Kamar New Year. Um, I guess it would be pictures. Sorry, guys. I don't even know how to use Facebook. You gotta be kidding me. I haven't been on Facebook in ages, and now I don't know how to, like, look at my pictures. <laughs> uh, that's embarrassing. Where where are my photos? Dude, I need help, guys. I need help. I know I have a picture. I just don't know how to get to my pictures now. So I'm just kind of struggling here. Um. Okay, if I click on myself. And then... If I, maybe if I just keep scrolling. I don't know where my pictures are. I don't know how to get to my photos. Uh, maybe because I'm not on Wi-Fi. Is that like a thing, guys, that I can't look at my photos while I'm not on Wi-Fi? Um, I want to say they had crowns on. I want to say they had some type of a head, um, head, headwear or, you know, I don't know if it's even called a crown, honestly. Um... Guys, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find my photos. I'm sorry. But I do... Let me see. If I can just look this up. Um, so... Yeah, so... Because the pictures that I... When I look up pictures... um, It doesn't seem... I mean, these people seem more like they're dressed in like ball ball gowns ball you know like formal attire but it's not necessarily traditional but i i honestly thought when i saw the people at the thai festival i'll say trans women you know i thought that you know because i saw the monks taking the photos with them i kind of thought that you know maybe it was like a spiritual gender related um reasoning like maybe um maybe it was like I definitely knew it was cultural but I was thinking you know maybe it's it's like that you know the ideas about gender are like okay with the spiritual crowd um because i mean i'm just trying to like 
I, I'm not, and I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just, it, this was kind of just like in the back of my mind, but you know, I can't, I, I can't imagine say pride, right? I can't imagine LA pride or San Francisco pride or any of the prides, you know, that I've been to where there would be maybe people that were priests and nuns and, you know, taking pictures with trans people, taking pictures with gay people, even wearing their religious or spiritual attire in an environment like that and taking pictures and being supportive and, you know, or like having a cross around them or dressed like a bishop or something where they where they're clearly like church clergy. And then they're kind of like taking photos in a way that's not like like taking pictures from a distance to condemn somebody but like taking like like selfies like you know like taking fun photos together I mean I just think that was just a beautiful experience to witness um I don't know if those people if those trans ladies um if the trans women wanted people taking pictures with them um but I did notice a lot of monks going from different, you know, different ones of the women taking pictures. And, like, um, I don't know if they were tourists. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. But they didn't seem ashamed or, like, they were trying to shun people. And I'm really just interested to know more because, you know, I know that, you know, um, if the word kathui or fuing refers to, you know, trans women or effeminate gay men. Um, I'm interested to know, you know, in Thai culture, how, how that differs from maybe like transgender or, you know, someone who might have been called a tomboy or who calls themselves a tomboy or a non-binary person or gender, um, you know, like, like an androgynous person or, um, non-binary person. Um, I just, I just wonder, you know, because it seems different to me from what I've seen with YouTube and what I've seen with, you know, um, the trans women in Thai culture, um, the ones that I've seen either in public or on, you know, videos, um, I just find it interesting. Like I, you know, and if there's such a large population of the listeners who are, maybe from those populations, or maybe, you know, they would definitely know far more than I will know. Um, I wasn't raised too much with a lot of, like, I'll put it this way. Like I mentioned, we share a city. I live in a city with a lot of people. You know, I live in Southern California. There's a lot of diversity, but it's segregated diversity, if that makes sense. Um, now I've never lived in an area necessarily that's highly concentrated with like African American and black people, but I've lived in neighborhoods where pretty much every neighborhood I've ever lived in has not been majority black, but I've been in neighborhoods that were majority Latino. Um, now I'm in a neighborhood that's majority Vietnamese. I've been in neighborhoods that were, you know, majority Japanese, Korean, Caucasian. I've been in different environments but you know I kind of try to absorb what's around me especially if it's readily available and around um just what I've noticed is you know the people who are locally um in the Thai culture other other than the food 
that is very easy to access and very delicious and amazing. Um, I don't really see a lot of um, maybe too much mingling that I've seen, like with the with the with the um, with the LGBT culture in like the American LGBT culture out here. Um, I wouldn't say none, but I would say it's not like there's like a strong percentage of like Thai culture in the cities, like at the center and at, you know, at different places. Um, and I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, cause it just seems like, um, if, you know, you're going to go to a cultural festival, right? It's a cool, like, I'm I'm just thinking, okay, say, for example, if there was a, an American festival in Thailand, right? And the Americans come out because there's American communities around. People from the U.S. fly out there. It's in, like, a major city in Thailand, and this is, like, an annual thing, and it's pretty huge, and we have maybe American style, like Western, like boxing with the gloves and maybe like, I don't know, like extreme sport X game exhibits and, you know, burgers and, you know, different kinds of like meals around and it's American looking and there's American flags and American clergy comes out. I don't know if there'd be a lot of pride tents around or a lot of like homosexual groups or LGBT groups, maybe the center would show up. I don't know. But I'm just thinking about it, how it's like, I don't know if in American culture, um, if there was an American festival, if you'd see like a lot of um, trans people there as like a part of the American culture, like an identity of American culture. Um which is interesting to me. And so I feel like it is something completely different. Um, in Thai culture, I just, I don't know what it is yet. And I think it's cool. I think I like what I've seen. I'm not saying that there's not discrimination all over the world. Maybe I'm just, you know, seeing things from another perspective and not noticing the discrimination yet, because I haven't looked into that. Um, but I, I do know that a lot of people are searching dysphoria and anxiety and things like that. So I am guessing that, you know, there is still the same um, amount of, you know, the discomfort and, you know, the anxiety, those kind of real um, deep kind of, uh, you know, distressing type of situations going on. If the majority of the people viewing are from Thailand and from the U.S., it seems like it's the people from the U.S. and from Thailand that are searching more the dysphoria and anxiety topics. Um, but I I am starting to learn more, so I'm just trying to put that out there um, that, you know, I might need to be pointed in a direction or just browse around and do my own due diligence and, you know... Um, I need to ask people questions. I need to, you know try to find out more because I do find it interesting that I hang out in a lot of very gay spaces. Um, like I mentioned before, you know, I meet trans people often. Um, I don't know if I meet a lot of Thai trans people. I don't know if I meet a lot of Thai people in general. 
Um, but I know that there's a large Thai population where I live. Um, not me, not as large as like the Latino population, not as large as like the Vietnamese population, um, or black or white. Um, but I'd say maybe the same amount as like, um, let me see. Maybe the same, maybe a little less than the amount of, of like, maybe Chinese people. Um, there might be more Chinese people than Vietnamese people where I live, but I don't see it. I don't really see it where I live. I think honestly where I live, there are more Vietnamese people, um, down the road a little more. I think there are more Chinese people, like, over in another part of town. Um, but I live in a predominantly Latino and uh, Vietnamese neighborhood um, with some Caucasians and black people kind of sprinkled in. Um, and there are, you know, like downtown and like, which is still kind of near me, there are some Thai temples around but I don't really see a lot of Thai people um, mingling in LGBT spaces. Um, and I'm not even talking just like trans. I'm I'm talking like, you know, like cisgender people too that are Thai. Um, and I meet a lot, like I'm saying, I meet a lot of different types of people. Um, but you know, most of the people I meet tend to be Latino, black, or white, um, or some kind of mixture of, you know, like, you know, mixed, mixed race, mixed ethnicities, um, some sort of a mixture. So I don't really understand, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of talking out loud. This is how I kind of learn. This is my learning process. I, I talk myself through things and try to figure out like what it is. Like, I'm not trying to compare different cultures, but I'm just trying to observe and like look what's around me. What am I noticing? What am I seeing? What am I not seeing? Are are trans people are 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 Thai trans people not comfortable hanging out in LGBT spaces with Americans? Um, are they discriminated against? Are they um, not allowed or felt to be allowed for some reason? Um, or are they there and maybe you know I think they're Latino? I I, I don't know like. I, I don't know, you know, I don't honestly see a lot of different Asian LGBT people, even though I know they're around, um, maybe it's not okay for their culture, like, maybe they're not taught that it's okay to hang out either with the Americans or with, um, you know, that, that, that might not be true either, you know, but I'm just thinking out loud, you know, it's kind of just interesting to me that I'm seeing these different things around me lately. Um, and I'm taking time to reflect on things too, but I just, I just do find it interesting because I live in a, in an area where there are Thai people around. Um, and it's not like I don't see them. It's just, there's not a lot of interaction. I put it that way. Like I, I know exactly like the block over from where I, from, so there's one turn, to get to my house if I go the next block there's a Thai temple there um 
like right there like it's not a block from my house but it's like maybe like three blocks from my house so it's it's you know I see people around I know kind of what's around me I'm observant of kind of like what's going on but it's hard for me maybe when I don't interact with certain people to get to know them better because I really like to interact I just also don't like to be intrusive and just like showing up just like you know I like authentic friendships not just like I want to be your friend so I can learn because I find you interesting but I mean I just want to know you know like I'm curious to know like what the differences are um if things maybe aren't acceptable because there's a lot in lgbt culture in trans culture in american culture in general as a whole that's that's there's a lot of taboos and like prejudices against things um and then you know coming into the country as you know a minority coming into the country as you know maybe first generation second generation third generation um you know and facing the discrimination that most people already face when they're a minority as it is and then add on top of that you know a gender identity related you know kind of uh um authentic you know situation going on um or even lgbt and i don't know how it is in thailand but if someone's coming over here it just sounds really um um challenging maybe i mean i'm guessing it's challenging um there's a uh, i wish i knew the name so um so indonesia's not too far from thailand there's a there's a there's a um a small series on this uh, man i wish i knew what it was called um but it's a small series about these two gay men well one gay man and the few people that he dates um and kind of like they're talking about their experiences and it's like you know there's like I think there's like a bathhouse. I don't know what it's called in in other places, but like kind of like a bathhouse situation where it's like you know there's like sex rooms or like saunas or spas or whatever they're called in different places sometimes too. Um, but it's for like sex and things like that. Um, and these are like younger guys. They're like early in their careers, probably in their twenties and thirties. Um, I think there was a guy like in his forties too. Um, but yeah, I you know, this isn't even Thailand I'm talking about here, but I'm wondering if it's similar to that, if there's like, you know, actual stuff there, you know, like clubs and um um you know, I'm going to have to really look it up cuz cuz my only real interaction with with trans uh Thai trans women was at the festival taking pictures, watching others taking pictures, um, and again, like I mentioned, they were wearing, like, traditional looking clothing, um, and I don't know if they were there for the festival from out of the country, or if they lived there locally, um, you know, Hollywood has a lot of Thai people, that's where this festival was at, um, it's not like it's not in a diverse area, everyone knows about Hollywood, all kinds of people live in Hollywood, um, 
But I'm just wondering, you know, why why is there not a lot of visibility here where I live? Even, maybe because there's not a high concentration of, of people from Thailand, but there it is one of the major populations around where I live. Um, but like online, you know, when I search certain words, I see things right there. Um, the majority of the content on YouTube seems to be, you know, tomboy, maybe trans, maybe androgynous, things like this. And then in my neighborhood, I don't really see people, but maybe there is a lot more kind of, uh, I don't know if you call it like blending in or I don't like saying like passing like when it comes to gender, but I know sometimes I have to just use words that people will understand. I don't know what another term is for like passing, like, you know, but maybe the people I'm seeing are, are passing and I'm just like walking around the neighborhood, not even really noticing, um, you know, cause some, you know, some ethnicities, some races have certain features that, you know, you can kind of cross over one way or the other more easily like you can look masculine and you can easily look feminine with certain types of features like you would either look kind of like okay say for example um for the westerners out there um the the canadian comedian may martin m-a-e m-a-r-t-i-n um may martin she's a female born person uh you know she was born female um, female organs, um, has short blonde haircut and she's kind of really slim, really small. Um, um, and she could either look like a young blonde boy or a small blonde female. Um, so I think sometimes like smaller features, you can kind of look either like a younger male or like a woman, um, like a female, like a woman, like you'll look more versus if you have more, um, like larger features or more muscular features, you might be more likely to look male. Um, kind of like some, there are some female athletes that do look kind of more masculine. Uh, I think I look kind of more masculine in a way, I do, I got misgendered on, uh, getting on a flight coming back from New Mexico, um, the, the, the airline attendant, when I was, I thought they called my group, and he said, sir, you know, like, oh, we haven't called your number yet, sir, kind of thing, and I was like, okay, or like, I notice sometimes when I go to, uh, certain shops, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on here, but when I go to certain shop dispensaries, you know, weed dispensaries here are legal and sometimes I'll go there and they have to wand you down. So for the males, um, they don't wand you down. Um, sorry for the males, they wand you down with like the, to the metal detector wand. And with females, they don't even do that. They just ask you for your ID. And then if you have anything in your purse, they might want to look, um, I don't carry purses, so I just show my ID and walk in. Otherwise, you know, there have been times where they've started, like, wanting me, and then they just, oh, like, oh, you're female, you know, and so they just kind of stopped, but, I mean, I'm not, I look like a younger guy, maybe, but, I mean, I have developed, like, hips and breasts and things, because, you know, I've gained some weight, and now my boyish figure is now a womanly figure, um, but, um... 
you know, I am kind of curvy compared to what I used to be, but I can still, you know, I still wear kind of like oversized clothing sometimes too. So I'll look a little more, um, you know, on the masculine side, like I look like a younger masculine guy, um, kind of on the, you know, like, like wider side, wide, W-I-D-E, um, but yeah, and I keep my hair pretty short, I wear a lot of like hats, fitted, fitted, like kind of baseball looking hats, or a beanie, or if I have a hoodie, I'll sometimes put the hood up, um, I don't get called sir very, very often, but I get called sir, like, it happens, um, but I don't really know, I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't know what I feel about it, I'm kind of like, okay, you know, but, um, I don't know. I have I have trans friends, you know. I have trans crushes recently. Kind of a pretty huge one. And um yeah, I just think it's just an interesting situation to have come up. Um just looking at the statistics, I'm like, who's out there who's listening if anybody? And I find this this uh joyful nugget that um the majority of my listeners um, are from Thailand, so that's really cool to me, um, it's really motivating me to, um, you know, learn more, and try to connect more, connect dots, you know, connect more with the people, and connect the dots of just kind of these questions I have about my own community, where I live, um, what's going on, um, with the visibility, you know, out here, you know, um, I'm just wondering, I'm curious, guys, I'm curious about it, so, um, I want to know, you know, there are any of you guys out there in, uh, San Diego or LA, um, we, we might come across one another somewhere, so, I'm, I'm still not really at a phase where I'm really putting my face on stuff, but, um, I mean, I'm out there, you can find me, but I don't like to say too much, because, um, I'm a bit paranoid in all honesty. Like I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm out to everybody I know and the people that I'm not out to, I just don't really want to deal with that. Um, especially with what I'm posting, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of, it's kind of personal in a lot of ways. Um, not too personal if it's people I don't really like know, like I talk to my close friends about these kinds of things, like I can talk to them about it, but there are people that I don't really want involved in this part of my life too much um because they just they just don't really seem to get me in general um I'm very you know some people might not even know that about me but I'm very kind of like specific with who I share things with but for some reason you know I'm just pretty compelled to at least um talk on here how I do um but I do think I could be a little more um open about kind of like you know, put my face on stuff or whatever, but I mean, it's not, it's not like completely hidden. You can kind of find me around on the interwebs. So, um, yeah, guys, all you guys from Thailand, man, that, that just made my day. Seriously, it did. Um, keep sharing, you know, if you guys like this stuff, share it. I, I, 
I'm just winging it. And I'm sorry. I know this is messy. I'm off topic a lot. I'm just kind of like daydreaming sometimes. Uh, This isn't the best of quality of podcasts. I'm certain of that. And I know and I do appreciate all of you who sit and listen to all these things. Um, I'm going to try to do better to, you know, cater to the people who are listening now that I have the data that I've kind of gone through. Um, I'm going to try harder to, you know, look into stuff that you guys seem to be interested in and, you know, try to, you know, uh, capture more of, you know, the authenticity of the people who are listening. Um, cause if you guys are putting in the time, you know, I can put in the work, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't know where I'm going with all this. It's, it's new for me. I'm still learning how to be open about some of this stuff and so it's and and doing it on the internet even though I'm glad it's a small population of people listening um of course you know I'm putting in in time doing it so of course I want there to be listeners and viewers and things but I just um you know I'm very shy too I'm a very 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 shy person like not in a way that I'm not social or that I don't interact with people I'm just really shy and I, you know, um, I've talked to counselors before and they're like, oh yeah, you're reserved. And it's like, yeah, but you know, I don't share everything with everybody. You know, I, I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve, but I don't really share like a lot of my deeper emotions and thoughts and experiences. Um, I'll share those things with the people that I talk to on a regular basis. And if it's, you know, usually if I haven't seen someone in a while or if we're not hanging out, I'm usually not sharing these types of more intimate things with them um like I mentioned I did post something about sex uh, or no I didn't post well I posted one thing about sex but in that episode I think I mentioned that I had recorded maybe like four or five different like or maybe three or so different longer um recordings about different sexual topics that seemed a little too personal to post and I was so glad that I didn't post it I was like oh my gosh (laughs) and I went back and I was like I can't post that I can't post this thing about like porn or whatever like I'm not gonna post this um because I do have to consider that I do have family and friends um close to me that I don't really want to share some of this stuff with and so just that's the main thing that keeps me from posting certain stuff is because I don't want them all involved. There are some people that I like involved in certain personal parts of my life. But when it comes to that kind of stuff, I don't really like I don't really like talking to too many people about who I date or who my interests are like that kind of stuff. I usually save it for people that I actually like to talk to about that kind of stuff who I find supportive I don't just like share it with everybody. Um so there's that. But all right guys, I got to go get dinner. It's almost 7:30 p.m. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. Um you know, I'm going to try and stay here with you guys and um I'll keep posting if people are still listening. You know, I I see the numbers going up a little bit, so I want to try to see how they're going up and why and where so I'm interested, you know, to to keep posting things in a way that um, is beneficial for people and not just, you know, um, just kind of randomly just ranting and talking about whatever's on my mind, which is fine, you know, but I feel like if there's a, if, if things are going in a certain direction, 
it might benefit all of us to go in the same direction <laughs> versus just for my mind to go in its own direction. So, um, let's see, let's see. But, um, thanks all you guys. Have a good night. Thank you.